creation prove that he exists, that he is all-powerful, and that he is the master designer of all things. But creation does not tell us much about who God is, what he is like, how he feels, and whether he is for us or against us. Somehow we all know he is holy, while we are sinners who have fallen short of his standard of holiness. But it is only in the Bible that we learn what he is really like and what kind of a relationship we can have with him. The Apostle Paul spoke of another way to know God. Through the revelation the Lord has given of himself through the Hebrew prophets and through God's only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, who came into this world not only to die for the sins of mankind, but also to reveal God as his Father. The Bible calls Jesus Christ the express image of God. When Jesus walked this earth, everything he did expressed the true nature of God. His attitude toward children reflected the Heavenly Father's attitude toward the totally dependent of our world. Jesus said, Suffer the little children to come unto me, which shows God's love for children. We learn that when the Savior felt the hurt and sorrow of his friends, Jesus wept. He saw the sorrow of Mary and Martha at the death of their brother Lazarus, and he revealed himself to be completely in tune with human sorrows, grief, and hurts. By doing so, he revealed how God the Father responds when we hurt. While we shall examine the life of Christ as the crowning illustration of God's character, we shall also explore the writings of the most spiritual men in the ancient world, the Hebrew prophets. From Enoch, Moses, Samuel, and the twelve minor and four major prophets, we learn things about God that would otherwise remain unknown. No other religion or philosophy in the world gives anything that will convince us that we do not have to quake in fear before God, afraid of what he might do next. But in this study, we will learn that he is a merciful God, long-suffering, compassionate, and forgiving. We will learn that God loves us and is for us, a welcome thought in times of need. Sooner or later, we all face our own personal times of crisis. I pray you will see that whatever the cause of your misfortune, you can turn from wherever you are, like the prodigal son, and return to your heavenly father. I cannot view God as a cruel taskmaster standing at the gate of heaven trying to keep people out. I see him as the loving, merciful Heavenly Father, just as described by the prophets and Jesus, his Son, who stands at the gate of heaven seeking to draw the greatest possible number of men and women in. While all those who enter in must come through faith in his Son's sacrifice for our sins on the cross and his subsequent resurrection, we can be certain of this. If there is any way to get someone through the pearly gates, God will make sure it happens. Where did I ever get such an idea of God? The Bible. The Word of God remains the only reliable source of who and what God is, and only there can we discover the wonderful plan He has in store for humanity. Now I invite you to make that delightful discovery for yourself.
When someone speaks of Bible prophecy, what images come to mind? More important, how do these images influence your concept of God? If you're like many people, Bible prophecy conjures up frightening images of doom, of fireballs raining from heaven, of mountains crashing into the sea, and of the sky turning a deep blood red before it grows dark and inky black altogether. It makes you think of an angry God bent on destruction. It scares you, and you'd just as soon not think of it at all. When many folks ponder the Bible's predictions about the future, they often dredge up mental images of terrifying calamities, as well as grim scenes of a furious God flinging one bolt of judgment after another at trembling sinners. Even many Christians feel this way. Shortly after they were married, Tom and Carol very publicly declared to friends at their church that they didn't intend to have children. When asked how they'd made such an important decision, they pointed to Bible prophecy. The Bible tells us that the world is going to get worse and worse, Carol explained. There are going to be awful wars and terrible earthquakes. Thousands, maybe millions of believers are going to be martyred for their faith. Why would I want to bring any children into a world like that? Tom wholeheartedly agreed. It just doesn't make any sense to subject your own children to the awful time that's coming, he would say. I mean,